Welcome back to Yang Daily. I'll be your host, Alex Cheney, bringing you all the Yang news you need to live your life right. We've got a huge national item to cover today, as well as a sad milestone, benefits of RCV, and another basic income trial. Let's get to work. Quick shout out to our Tier 3 patrons, Shay Meehan and Nathan Stankowski, as well as all our other patrons. You keep us all informed and engaged. If any of you out there want to join these advocates of humanity first and independent journalism, head on over to patreon.com slash yangdaily. It would only take a couple of bucks a month from each listener to keep this podcast and community going and growing into the future. Now on to the news. Biden announced an immense and historically ambitious executive order today, which broadly seeks to promote competition throughout the economy. Biden described himself as a proud capitalist and said that, quote, capitalism without competition isn't capitalism, it's exploitation, end quote. He's right about that. Fair competition is the engine upon which capitalism is built with the intent to keep prices low and quality, adaptability, and innovation high. To that end, there's a lot in this executive order. It contains provisions to enable over-the-counter sales of hearing aids, allow prescription drug imports from Canada, a measure included in Yang's policies, increase support for generic and biosimilar drugs to provide patients more options, ban pay-for-delay agreements where companies pay competitors to delay products, prevent surprise hospital billing, standardize insurance plan options for easy comparison, challenge occupational licensing requirements, particularly in healthcare, such as those which force doctors to re-license in every state in which they work, also a Yang policy, reinforce net neutrality, also a Yang policy, require price transparency and data sharing between financial companies to remove the barriers for customers switching to competitors, provide clarity about consumer protection and cybersecurity obligations for financial apps that have access to data from customers' bank and brokerage accounts, part of Yang's data rights, establish rules on surveillance and the accumulation of data, also part of Yang's data rights, ban excessive internet early termination fees, require clear disclosure of plan costs, and end exclusivity arrangements where landlords offer tenants only one internet service provider, require airlines to disclose baggage and change fees before tickets are sold, and refund fees to passengers who don't receive the services they paid for, prevent exorbitant shipping export charges, restrict non-compete agreements on employees, make it easier for farmers to bring and win claims against chicken processors and protect whistleblowers from retaliation, stricter requirements for made-in-America labeling, challenge right-to-repair restrictions which prevent repair of products outside the manufacturing company, particularly problematic for farm equipment, vehicles, and cell phones. Congrats to Lewis Rossman and Rich Rebuilds on this one and urge the Federal Trade Commission and Department of Justice to be more aggressive in application of antitrust laws and their merger review process, particularly for banks, tech, and companies in the same supply chain, the sort that create too-big-to-fail banks. This includes reviewing past mergers. Yeah, a lot. You might be wondering how all of this falls under the executive branch. Well, while the White House can command executive agencies like the Departments of Transportation and Agriculture, The directives for independent agencies like the Federal Communications Commission and the Federal Trade Commission are suggestions and the product of months of negotiations with those agencies. We'll have to see how much action comes out of it, but overall, I very much like this move. It seems an honest attempt to enforce a fair market and prevent monopolistic exploitation. It is indeed what a true capitalist would do. 
UBI would go a long way toward achieving the same and in many ways that regulations never can, particularly in the labor market. And Biden adopting this approach gives me some hope that we can warm him to UBI by making that case. In darker news, worldwide COVID deaths passed the grim milestone of 4 million this week. The even more grim reality is that it will never stop rising, thanks to anti-science conspiracy groups promoting misinformation and political tribalism joining in. The virus will be with us forever, and it didn't have to be. This is the danger of faith-based reasoning, political tribalism, and for-profit media. Unlimited death. While ranked choice voting fell short of delivering the outcome we wanted for mayor, it had undeniably positive results over the previous voting system. In addition to being well-received by voters, the city council has shattered a record for diversity of leadership. The incoming council will be majority female for the first time in history, and it was no small leap. The 51-member body will have 29 women, up from a previous record of just 18. That's a jump of over 50%. There are many more records as well. First Colombian American, first Andean American, and youngest member, to name a few. An incredible 26 of the 29 are women of color, and skew younger than usual. This is all well in line with the data for RCV elsewhere. Everywhere it goes, rates of election for women and people of color rise with it. When the spoiler effect, or splitting votes between candidates of a similar party or ideology, is not a factor anymore, the frontrunners and the party don't have nearly as much leverage for suppressing underdog candidates, and women and minorities almost always fall into that camp. Likewise, voters don't need to be afraid of wasting their vote by giving it to an underdog. They can be honest with their vote because it will transfer if necessary. This is what real democracy looks like. Of course, they've only won the primary so far, but that's as good as winning the general in New York City for a Democrat. Geographic polarization is a harder issue to address. Some might not even consider it a problem, though it certainly makes the lines of tribes easier to draw, when Republicans are pushed mainly to rural areas and Democrats to urban ones. Multi-member districts could somewhat help with this, in addition to their helping third parties and making gerrymandering much, much harder. Finally, I'm not sure if I reported on this in the past and have forgotten, or if I somehow missed it, but California's Sacramento County just started paying out its own basic income trial. 100 families are now receiving $300 a month for two years via direct deposit to their bank accounts or prepaid cards. It's means-tested at roughly 150% of the federal poverty line, meaning less than $40,000 of income for a family of four, for example. The trial is operated and funded by nonprofits United Way, Up Together, and Mayors for AGI. And that'll do it for today's Yang Daily. Bookmark and share the executive order thread, the COVID deaths milestone, New York City Council diversity, and Sacramento basic income. Flood Congress with calls, tweets, faxes, and letters using the resist bot or income movement easy contacts below. If you need help, consult Humanity Forward, the Income Movement Aid Database, the Mission Asset Fund, or United Way. And don't forget to Yang Daily.